The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Last year, we launched AR Shopping for Furniture, which allows you to take 3D imagery of furniture that is purchasable and put it in your room, to put it in your backyard and see what it will look like. Hi, welcome to Being Home with Hunker. I'm Lori Gunning Grossman. Today on the show, I'm talking with Aya Kanai. You may be familiar with Aya from her robust editorial background in the fashion and beauty space. Think Cosmopolitan, Marie Claire, Nylon, and Teen Vogue. In 2022, she made a career pivot and is now the head of editorial and creative for Google Shopping. So here's a shopping fact that I heard Aya say. People shop with Google more than 1 billion times per day. This is one of the many reasons why I was thrilled to talk with Aya, because she has an inside look at shopping trends and habits for 2023 in the home decor space and beyond. It's interesting to hear what people are searching for right now and what's important to them when deciding where they want to put their money. In this conversation, Aya offers insight on the Google shopping experience, including Google's tools and filters such as 3D imagery and AR. She also shares some personal thoughts on her own home, including her decor style, what she can't live without, and what brings her great joy when she's at home, and what she loves most about New York City. Aya and I agree that how we shop for ourselves, what we choose to put in our homes or on our bodies, is not just about buying things to amass stuff. It's about purchasing products that help express who we are in the world. Every shopping decision we make is an opportunity to create, support, and tell our personal stories. So let's welcome our guest, Aya Kanai. First, I would love to hear a little bit about your position as uh, head of editorial and creative at Google Shopping. What does this mean for you? What are you doing there? Yeah. So my career has been a long and winding and wild journey. Yeah. I spent about 20 years working as an editor, mainly in the fashion and beauty space at several different magazines like Cosmopolitan, Nylon, Teen Vogue, etc. on and on. Been at every possible women's magazine under the sun yeah. and had such an incredible experience and as time went on, decided that I really wanted to have the opportunity to sort of naturally at all of those magazines and publications, we were working with all of the platforms all the time. Mm. And so one of the things that was really interesting to me as I was evolving my career was to have the opportunity to sort of be a part of content creation at one of the various different tech platforms. And so when the opportunity at Google came up, certainly in the shopping space, I leapt for it because, you know, it really did marry all the elements of my career that have built up over time when it comes to thinking about what consumers are shopping for, you know, at Google, the primary categories that consumers come to us to shop for are apparel and accessories, home decor and design, uh, health and wellness products, 
and, you know, electronics during the holiday season, you know, toys and gifts for kids. All of those things are things that like really get my creative juices flowing. And those are the things that I love to think about and talk about, you know, whether it's beauty products, um, you know, for Halloween or mm -hmm. all of those big cultural moments. That's what gets me excited. So yeah. uh, that's what I've been doing at Google is creating uh, content and campaigns surrounding the opportunities of shopping at Google. Okay, so I, uh, I'm imagining that some people, and I'm actually going to put myself in this category, might not realize that there's a whole shopping experience at Google. So we use Google as our search engines. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. like where we go for to find everything or to find the places where to shop. But there's a whole experience at Google that is about shopping. Yes, I mean, and I'm smiling because it is so true what you're saying. Uh -huh. Consumers use Google every single day, every day and they use it for a variety of different everyday needs, whether you're, you know, getting a map to get to your next destination or creating a document for your job or school assignment. Mm -hmm. So when we say shopping with Google, Google has created these really robust tools and filters so that consumers can come and shop on our platform and shop across various different retailers. Mm. So let's say, for example, one of the most fun tools within the home decor and design category is this momentum surrounding 3D and AR try-on. Mm, so last cool. year we launched AR shopping for furniture, which allows you to take 3D imagery of furniture that is purchasable and put it in your room, to put it in your backyard and see what it will look like. It allows customers to have a way more robust experience of shopping on Google. And my job, right, is to teach people how to use those tools. Okay. You know, yes, of course, you're going to use Google for a variety of different things, but shopping on Google, whether you're buying a spring dress for a, a wedding you're attending or buying new furniture for your home, we have very specific tools and filters that allow customers to do that in a really dynamic and exciting way. I love this. So are you saying then that someone would upload a photo of their living room and then you can see the 3D version? Or is it basically like if you have a rectangular shaped living room, here's where you can like play around with things. Well, that is a different concept entirely, okay. but maybe, you know, maybe we need you to consult. <laughs> what I was talking about is you can take products. Okay. So say, for example, you're using the Google or the Chrome app and you search for something like blue armchair yeah, or frankly, any furniture item that you're curious to have a look at and to shop for. Yeah. When you see the products in your search results, there will be a 3D icon mm. on various different product results. Yeah. When you tap that result yeah. and click on view in my space, mm -hmm. it opens your own camera in your room, whatever room that you are in, your living room, your office, wherever. Yeah. And it will show you that blue armchair in your space. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is super cool. It's so fun. And I really, yeah. what it is truly reflective of, in my opinion, is that customers are obviously very familiar with online shopping mm. and they really want to make very mindful choices and decisions when they are shopping. So the ability to see what that product looks like in your home with the decor you already yeah. have yeah. is almost as good as, I mean, frankly, it is as good as going into a store and trying on a dress, Yeah. right? Like yes. now I know what it looks like in my home or on my body, like, you know, from a fashion point of view. Yeah. 
and that that home decor item, an armchair, you know, it would be fairly labor intensive to get it into your house. But yeah. if you can virtually try it on in your home and see it with your other items, isn't that the that's the next best thing? And then you can know if you want to buy it. That's very cool. This is what I'm hoping that the future brings to us someday, though, that we can know somehow how a couch would feel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would ever happen because, you know, some of these things are so particular, you know, like uh, how a couch feels or a chair feels. But I love what you're saying that we can at least envision it, literally see it in our rooms. That's really, really cool. I love that. So what trends are you seeing then for 2023 and how people are shopping specifically in the home space? Yeah. So as I mentioned, 3D AR Try-On for Home Decor products yeah. launched last year. Okay. And so, you know, we've seen a, a large adoption rate for that. And then also, I mean, when we talk about specific product trends, you know, as a person who has a background in fashion trends and, you know, I love curation in the beauty space in fashion and home decor as well. Yeah. I always get excited, you know, I was talking to my colleague that I get excited when when we see trends that I like to call like jewelry for the home, mm. you know, all those home decor accents that can really like plus up a space the way yeah. that a bracelet or a pair of earrings can in your outfit. Yeah. So for example, we've seen a 350% increase in art deco doorknobs, right? Like who knew that that would be like a fun way to bring some newness and excitement to your home yeah. with, of course, doing an entire renovation. Love it. Or another really fun trend, which I was thinking about trying out in my own home, is textured wallpaper. So we've seen a 190% increase in textured wallpaper, mm. which in some ways like has like sort of like a retro vibe to me mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. That's like, um, you know, a generational thing from when I was a kid. I remember textured wallpaper being a thing. Yeah. But naturally, there's all different like really great designers who are incorporating that into various people's homes and adding a bit of interest with an accent wall in that way. So yeah. I always get excited by sort of the concept of jewelry for the home. What are the small things you can do to your apartment or home to kind of like give it a little bit of a new interest? And then, of course, we always see at Google seasonal trends. Yeah. So, you know, naturally in the springtime, we'll see upticks in like outdoor furniture, wicker patio furniture. Actually, mm. this past month is up 140% as people are starting starting to think about ways that the spring will affect their home needs. Yeah. Wow, that's starting already. Okay, so it's January. Yeah. I guess, yeah, now's the time to be searching for things for the next season. So fascinating, especially about the Art Deco doorknob. I was not expecting that. It's literally like jewels for your door. Exactly. Yeah. It's so fun to me. And as someone who I don't have a large home, I have a Brooklyn apartment uh -huh. yeah. that I live in with my husband and child. So uh -huh. for me, I really do need to think about small ways yeah. to bring newness and charm and interest to my house because I can't, there's no like, you know, other wing for me to renovate. Yeah. Yeah. So the little things. Exactly. Makes sense. So those are trends what I'm also interested in are the habits that you may see in how people are shopping. So I saw that you wrote, people shop with Google more than 1 billion times per day. That's a lot of shopping going on there. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So what are some shopping habits that you're seeing from people? Aside from trends, is there a difference in like the habits maybe 
when they're shopping, how often they're shopping, anything around that. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like at Google, like we really aspire to be helpful in any way we can to consumers. Mm. So one of the product areas that I find to be the most helpful, definitely when I'm shopping and we have seen a lot of usage of within customers is our in-stock tools. Mm. So again, certainly for home decor items, like you know, if you're going to buy something that you're going to put into your home and keep for like the next 10 to 20 years, you kind of want to see it, yeah. but you might also want to know that it's there before you go. Right. So people want to know whether something is in stock in a store before they venture out to find it, right? Yeah. So that is something that is crucial to how people shop on Google is they use our in-stock filter. And then of course, they can also use our nearby tools. And this is one of the ways in which the Google shopping experience kind of really transcends your online experience to in real life, right? Mm. Because if you can find out on Google that the product that you want is in stock and nearby you, your physical location, no matter where you live, then it's worthwhile for you to go to that store, try it out and see, you know, that touch and feel aspect, which is so essential for all home and home decor. You're able to have that experience while also having found it online. So in stock and nearby, I find to be like some of the more like I'm using those tools every day and we definitely find that consumers are using it as well. Another really exciting tool that I also love of, um, mainly just because I love the ways in which Google is innovating is our Google Lens tool. So again, if you're searching in the Google app, you'll see in the search bar a little camera icon. When you tap that camera icon, it will open your camera Mm -hmm. so that you can take a picture. Let's say, you know, you are in a vintage store and you find like a beautiful product that, you know, is one of a kind, but you sort of want it in another color. You can take a picture of that with our lens tool and it will show you, maybe you can find it on a secondhand retailer, you know, various different ones that are available on Google. So that's what I find to be, you know, as someone who's obsessed with style and personal style. (laughs) Anytime I, you know, one of my friends is wearing like a cool pair of sneakers, I might take a picture of that, keep it in my camera roll, and then I can use Google lens to find out, oh, I, you know, I could also buy up for myself. So again, someone who's obsessed with personal style and shopping, these are like invaluable tools. That is very cool. Can you hold your phone up to like a movie that you're watching on your television? Yes. And I've done that too. Oh, I love it. (gasps) My God, that's so funny. Yes, you can absolutely do that too. That is brilliant. Okay. These are very cool. I have to tell you, Aya, this is all new to me. These tools and abilities and everything that's going on. So this is super cool what you're sharing. And that's why I'm sure you can kind of like, you know, as a fellow editor and a fellow content creator, Mm -hmm. you know, applying that editorial point of view to all these exciting tools and products at Google is sort of like there's an endless amount of ideas of how we can bring that to life for consumers. So that is what has been so exciting to me is to a get a first look into some of the types of tools that we're creating here at Google and then of course find the ways to make it exciting for consumers out there in the market for yeah. customers who are shopping for essential items for their home or wardrobe or what have you yeah you know I think that 
customers, of course, have become incredibly well-educated, incredibly discerning Mm -hmm. in how they shop. And what's really exciting about Google tools is that we're able to, you know, almost like plus up that level of research, right? Give them those abilities to have even more robust research experiences to find the thing that they really want to buy. Yeah. And as you're talking about this and talking about how the editorial part of it, the creative part of it, that we're storytellers and that I mean, you and I are storytellers. Everybody's a storyteller. So we're all trying to tell the story of our lives. And as you're describing this, this just seems like it's helping us all tell the story of ourselves through our identity, like how we can search for the things that we want to either put on our body or put in our home to help tell our stories. And I love that what you're talking about is about making it even easier for people, you know, where you say like, oh, I I love the look, whatever it could be. I love the look of that jacket or I love the look of that rug over there. And then being like, that's something I identify with. I want to put that into my life. Like it's, it's really cool. The storytelling. Oh, absolutely. It's like when you think about all of the screen grabs that you have in your phone of things that are creatively exciting to you, whether it's like a project you want to execute or again, like I had that exact experience where one of my friends like got this incredible vintage rug. And so, you know, I took a picture of that. And and then, you know, maybe it might be like two weeks later that I'm like, oh, let me see if I can find something similar. Yeah. And so then that's when a tool like, you know, Google Lens can be so helpful to find help you find similar or sometimes that exact item. Yeah. So I think that absolutely, as someone who's been personally obsessed with style my entire career, yeah. it really is like how I express myself creatively in the world. Yeah. And So finding the ways to help people learn about these tools and get them to use them themselves is like, is even more fun. It's almost like, you know, because there are so many different ways that Google is a part of people's lives, that's kind of like, this is yet another layer of how you can use our tool. Yeah, very, very cool. And still thinking about the shopping habits that you see, uh, one of the things I was curious about was if you could encourage any people to adopt new shopping habits. Is there anything that you would love for people to see as far as consumerism or commerce, shopping habits, that's kind of like about our greater communities or environment, anything around that? Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. It's In some ways, it's not what I would want consumers to adopt. It's more like what consumers and certainly uh, young people, Gen Z, Gen Alpha are telling us, Uh right, is that consumers are increasingly wanting to spend their money on brands that align with their values. So we have definitely recognized this and made it easier by giving retailers the opportunity to Mm self-identify. So Merchants that onboard into Google Shopping can identify as Black-owned, Latinx-owned, veteran-owned, woman-owned. And definitely, that is something that I think that merchants using those badges to help consumers understand who are the founders behind this and where consumers are spending their money is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And it's right there front and center when consumers are searching for products that they want to buy. Secondly, even though Google is a search engine, obviously, everyone knows that, we also want to make it really available for customers to support local businesses near you. So no matter where you live, people can easily 
uh, search for small businesses near them using our nearby tools. Mm. And that, I think, is one of the most exciting ways that we can take the online experience all the way over into the real world where you could, if you're buying, I don't even know, like for Valentine's Day, if you need to pick up flowers at the last minute for your partner and you forgot to get them a gift, you can literally search shop flowers and use our nearby filter to find a flower shop directly in your area. Yeah. So not only is it convenient, but you're supporting a local business. And that is something that's really important to us as well. Yeah. And when people shop locally, can you also specify, and I want it female owned or I want it, can you specify that for the locals as well? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is true. And then also one of the things that like I personally, as someone who grew up shopping in thrift stores and going to um, every possible, you know, Goodwill and secondhand shop. Yeah. But naturally, young people these days, they they do all their pre-owned shopping online. So we also created pre-owned used filter so that, again, customers can, if they're looking for like shopping for like a leather jacket, Mm -hmm. they can also use our used filter to find ones that have been pre-loved, which again, that's something that young people and consumers everywhere are doing anyway. Yeah. So our job is to incorporate those tools to make it that much easier for them to to buy the way that they want and shop with the values that they have. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Values like that really is coming up a lot for people in the things that we're surrounding ourselves with. OK, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So I want to talk a little, just a little bit about your own space, because you are a visual storyteller. And so, and you have a background in fashion as a stylist. When it comes to your own home, how do you like to express that through your own home design and decor? Oh, my goodness. What a funny question. Okay. Well, in 2018, Mm -hmm. I 
had a baby. Mm -hmm. And for the many years before that, obviously, as someone who's very curated about my life, my personal style, my wardrobe, my space, like everything has to look a certain way. And then I had a baby. (laughs) And now, of course, I live with a four year old who (laughs) has a lot of opinions and a personal style of her own. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the apple is not falling very far from the tree. Yeah who has a lot of opinions about what her room looks like, what she's going to wear, all of that kind of stuff. And so, yes, although I have a passion for art and a background as a fashion editor, what shows up in my home now is actually this melding, right, of of the personal style of myself and, you know, this little one. Of course, mm-hmm. my husband gets to have a point of view too. Yeah. And I think that you made that like lovely comment about like how the stuff in our lives really tells the story of who we are. And I find that as you grow with a family, that's even more true, right? Yeah, right? Like, yes. you know, the stuff that that she is passionate about because, you know, having a four-year-old is like a person with strong opinions. Yes. And I'm not the only one with a strong opinion these days. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that is kind of how my style has evolved is yeah. taking into account, like, I mean, to be honest, I've always had like a playful, colorful sensibility. Mm. So working in a toddler's point of view is actually not that hard for me. Mm. I love, you know, bringing in fun and color. It's more just making sure that like, you know, all the voices get heard. And that's actually been really exciting for me as a mother and as someone who's like curating our space and our life in a way that works for everyone. Yeah, it is tricky. I have kids. They're teenagers, though, now. And I remember being surprised about how at such a young age, They knew, especially my daughter, knew exactly what she wanted in her room. Um, But it's beautiful that you're melding it all together. I love that. Okay, I have some quick questions I'm going to ask you. They're fill in the blanks as we kind of round out towards the end here. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. When I'm home, I can't live without. Oh, I have a mini trampoline. Oh, yeah. And when I'm working from home in between calls, you know, you can just like when you're working from home, you can become a little crab attached <laughs> to the side of your laptop. Yeah. And like, um, I'll speak for myself, I've just become a hunched over little crab on okay. my computer. Yeah. So having a mini trampoline in my apartment, I just jump for like two to three minutes in between my calls. Yeah. And I find that it really helps reset my mind for the next thing I need to think about, next creative idea, next thing I need to work on. I love it. I've seen some people use those. They look amazing. Yeah. Okay. Something that brings me great joy when I'm home is... Oh, okay. During the pandemic, I got one of those milk frothers. It's like a little battery operated thing with a button that froths your milk. And as someone who is like an avid coffee and tea drinker, I'm like, this just makes the experience of like a warm beverage just that much better yes and like brings joy to just like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee that wasn't there before yeah so i love that thing it's cheap it's easy it's small you could just throw it in your drawer and you know use it and it really makes your beverages a lot better Uh, i love it and i 100 percent agree okay if i only could take a few things from my home and leave the rest behind besides people I would bring? Oh, my grandmother's jewelry. So my grandmother's jewelry is extremely precious to me. Mm. She designed some jewelry. So Mm. again, as someone who loves fashion, like I could not leave that behind. 
And what else? My goodness, probably my wedding suit. Like I'm not a sentimental person, but you know, I had like a city hall wedding and because I got married at city hall, I got like a little like suit from Prada that kind of looked a little bit retro. Yeah. And uh, it's such a wonderful memory for my husband and I. It was such a fun day. Yeah. So as long as I was already bringing my husband and daughter with me. Of course, of course. I would take my grandmother's jewelry (laughs) and my wedding suit. Oh, beautiful. Okay. You'd look amazing wherever you go. Uh, (laughs) What I love most about New York is... Walking the Brooklyn Bridge. So I live in a neighborhood called Borum Hill, which is Mm -hmm. walking distance from the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. And um, for anyone who has visited New York or been to New York, the Brooklyn Bridge is like a tourist destination where people, speaking of weddings, like take wedding pictures. Anyone who visits New York will take a photo on the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. So I always walk over the Brooklyn Bridge on my way to work. And it's usually early morning. It's like, you know, 8 a.m. So it's not so crowded with tourists yet and it's the most beautiful way to start the day because you you know get this gorgeous bridge view all of downtown Manhattan and it really reminds me every single day that I do it how lucky I am to be in such a diverse place I'm able to do this incredible creative work and that's something that's like really special to me about being you know born and raised in New York and able to enjoy what the city has to offer every single day. Mm, beautiful. I've never been to the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, you got to go. It's so fun. Now I got to go. I need to come back. I'm on the West Coast. I need to come back. You have to try to go in an off time because oh. there's certainly times of the day where it's like crowded. Yeah, okay. Okay. Duly noted. Two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you didn't know me, but you saw the interior of my home, you would be able to describe me as? Um, I'm like an overgrown college student. Okay. (laughs) Like... I feel like, you know how a college student, their their home decor style is sort of random, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like one thing they got here, one thing they got somewhere else. It's just like, I would never, you know, when I look at home decor trends, like, you know, yeah. we've been looking at interior design styles at Google and it'll be like modern farmhouse, Scandinavian, art deco, craftsman. Like, I'm just not that type of person personally. I appreciate it in others, but I would say my personal style if you were to come into my home is eclectic yeah right like you know i have like a functioning pinball machine and a homemade plumber's pipe and wood shelving that my husband built Mm -hmm. and then like a gorgeous velvet gold couch like i'm a person who loves to like mash things up and see how it all looks together and then tweak it until it works yeah oh okay I like it. Very artistic sounding. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, it works for me. It's, yeah. I, I w- certainly wouldn't assign it to someone else, but it does work for me. That's all that matters because no one else is living there except your husband and your yeah. daughter. Yeah. Okay. My final question is, so our podcast is called Being Home with Hunker. What does being home mean to you? Well, um, as I mentioned, I live in a small Brooklyn apartment with my family. And so Being home really means negotiating a space that is very multifunction. Mm -hmm. So as we all learned, your home can be your office. Your home is where you spend time with educating and, you know, helping your kid learn. It's where you spend unwinding time with your partner. 
And because I live in a small space, and I actually like that about New York, that people live in small spaces, you really find clever and thoughtful ways to use every nook and cranny to be home, to be at work, to be with your family, to do all the things that are part of your life and use every inch of the space. So that's being home for me. I love it. I love it. Aya, you're so lovely and delightful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. It really uh, made me think about things in a different way. So thank you for the really thoughtful questions. Of course. I'm so happy that I got to talk with you and meet you face to face, even though we're on screens. But it has been so delightful. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm sure we'll we'll cross paths in real life. um, I hope sometime soon. I hope so, too. To learn more about Aya, find her on Instagram or LinkedIn at Aya Kanai. That's spelled A-Y-A-K-A-N-A-I. Also in our show notes, you can discover other episodes I think you might like, such as my chat with Interiors expert, Hillary Robertson. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer Maury Men, and director of audience development Gina Goff. Hunger's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. That's me. Hi. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs>